Remember, if you're not, if you're not solving a problem, you can never be a solution. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. If you're not solving a problem, you can never be a solution. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Okay, we're going to get right into it because I'm a couple minutes late. My apologies. Um, I couldn't remember the link. <laughs> I was like, what's the link? Because it's been two weeks. So um, my apologies. So I'm going to be going over something with you today that I went over with my coaching. It's in a little bit more in depth, but I want to you to focus on. And by the way, happy Wednesday. We're going to rock and roll it. I'm super excited about this. Um, I want you to focus on problems. Okay. Problems, problems in a good way. All right. Remember, if you're not, if you're not solving a problem, you can never be a solution. Okay. I'm going to say that one more time. If you're not solving a problem, you can never be a solution. So right now, what I want you to focus on are all of the problems and, and I want you to put them in, in, um, in the chat. Okay. I want you to focus on all of the problems that, and Autumn, if you can make sure that I get a copy of the chat afterwards, that'll be great. Okay. If you, what problems is, are you facing not for you personally in your business, but what problems are buyers and sellers facing? Okay. What are the problems that people are facing? For example, um, in, in my area, um, there's, there's no inventory, right? There's no inventory. And because of no inventory, what's happening there were, but the good thing for sellers is sellers are getting multiple offers. They're getting, um, they're getting more money for their, for their homes. Their homes are selling more quickly, right? However, for buyers, what's happening? Buyers are having to pay, um, pay over asking. They're, I offers that are FHA or VA are not getting accepted because they're not, you know, as strong cash offers are beating everybody out. Um, people are having to remove all their contingencies, right? Their buyers are experiencing bidding wars. Like all of those things are happening for buyers. Okay. Now also the lack of inventory is also hurting you as a real estate agent, isn't it? Because now as a real estate agent, there's less homes for you to sell. If you're working with buyers, you're totally screwed because now it's like almost impossible for your buyer's offers to get accepted. Do you understand all the issues that people are having? Okay. Okay. So now the idea is how do I become the solution to the problem? So brainstorming, I want to see all of the problems. So everybody problem, 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 put them all in there. I want to see it doesn't necessarily have to be low inventory. First of all, when you're doing this, what I want you to think about is number one, who your client avatar is. Okay, who your client avatar is, your client avatar, meaning who is the person that you want to serve? Who is, what is your niche? Who are you going after? All right. Once you know that, do I want sellers? Do I want buyers? Do I want a certain niche? Then you identify the problems that those people are experiencing. You absolutely have to live the day in the life of your, of your customer client avatar. You have to know where they go, what, what, you know, their, their socioeconomic status, where they shop, things they like, um, problems they're having. Remember, you can't be a solution unless you're solving a problem. Remember on the earlier co coaching, we talked about different types of leads, cold, warm, and hot, right? Understanding what people's problems are that they're having is going to help you turn a cold lead into a warm lead, okay? 
and also getting people to understand that they have a problem they don't even know they have, right? For example, we talked about that last time. It was basically saying, hey, if you're an FHA buyer and um, or if you're a veteran and you have no money and not that high of credit score, they don't think they can ever purchase a house. Your job is to make them understand that they actually can. So you turn that cold buyer into a warm buyer, right? Cold meaning I have a problem. There's a solution. I don't even know there's a solution or I don't even know there's a problem that can be resolved, right? So your messaging has to speak to that person. Then once they become warm, hey, now I know I have, there's a problem. I know there's a solution. Now I need to learn more about it, all right, warm. Now I want them to go from warm to hot, meaning, hey, now I know that there is a problem. I know there's a solution. And now I'm hot, meaning I know that you're the best choice to solve that problem. Do you get it? Okay. So you really have to understand what are the problems that people are going through? How can you then solve the problem so let's talk now hello baby girl let's talk now about let me look at your 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 comments in here okay um let me look at your comments so your comments are contingent offers yes so um put low inventory bidding wars contingency offers sellers accept exceptions are are high expectations are high sellers don't want to list yes okay this is an amazing Amazing sellers don't want to list because they know they can't find a home. Sellers are afraid to list because they're afraid they can't find a replacement property. In fact, this month, my entire campaign is all based around how do I get more listings, not how do I help a buyer? I don't really want buyers, right? I want sellers because buyers are a pain right now. I know that if I've got a buyer, I'm going to be competing with 15, 20 other offers. I don't want buyers. I want sellers. Okay, so let's talk about sellers. How do we, how do we, what, what's, what problems are sellers experiencing? Sellers are experiencing the fact that they don't want to sell because they're afraid they're going to be homeless. They're afraid they're not going to be able to find a replacement property because they know the problems that buyers are going through. Now they're in the same boat. Okay, so how do we educate sellers and how do we let sellers know there are solutions to that problem? Okay, I, I spent, um, you know, all weekend writing scripts that basically talks to sellers about, hey, sellers, here's solutions to the problem of you not being able to find a replacement property. There are things that we can do to protect you, right? We can do a rent back. We can do it contingent upon you finding home of choice. There's a lot of solutions out there. There's, there's iBuyers. I'm not saying you're going to do that, but there's a lot of solutions to the problem that sellers are having. Now, if we can become the solution to that problem for sellers, number one, it helps us because we're going to gain more listings right? And we're going to be seen as the go-to expert that they're going to want to go to. Sellers don't even know that there's, that there, that there's solutions, right? Does that make sense? Now, what else can we do? Think about this. We can, let me grab a water real quick. Give me one second. Sorry. And I'm sorry that I'm talking so fast. This literally could be like a whole day training. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Okay. So how do we now, how do we now, um, what, what other, what other ways can we get sellers? All right. Let's think about this. We can get sellers because we can go after sellers that are out of state, right? That are possibly thinking about selling. We can go and educate them about what they can do. We can go after rentals, okay? We can go after rentals that are maybe, you know, 10 or 11 months. Ken Cross had this idea. It was a great idea. And we can go after rentals that are 10, 11 months, you know, that went pending 10, 11 months ago that might be thinking that now might be a good time to sell and they don't want to have to, to re you know, re-up. We can go after um, life crises, which you can get that information from like Robo Gateway or different types of software like that. Marriages, divorce, right? 
um, uh, people um, having having more children. Okay, people that maybe are have been in homes for a really long time that now are thinking about selling death. All right, death, divorce. I mean, those are great ones to go after, not to be mean, but there's a niche just for that. Also, what about off-market properties? Okay, there are plenty of people that do not want to list their home because they're afraid of COVID. They've got kids, they've got animals. They don't want to do repairs. I can go on and on about that. That's all these things I'm telling you are specific niches that you can go after to work to get more listings, right? To get more sellers. Does that make sense? And you could spend a whole, a whole you could spend a whole, you know, series of creating 10 videos and doing, um, you know, a whole campaign, a whole funnel regarding just going after these specific niches, creating content, targeting people that have these types of, of, of issues. Does that make sense, everyone? So what I want you to start thinking about is what problems are happening in your market Okay, number one, who is it that you're trying to go after? Actually, that's the first question. Who is it that you want? Who is your client? What are you going after? Let's just say maybe you are you want to specialize in rural properties. Okay, your niche is rural properties. Well, what problems do rural property people have? What questions do they have? What issues do they have? What things do they need to be aware of they don't even know even exist? So you start, you have a whole funnel, right? That's just about rural properties. Now you start targeting rural properties, digital location domination. Okay. You upload your list into your, your, into Facebook. You start targeting those people. You're, you're curating content that specifically speaks to rural properties. And now you're solving problems that they have. They didn't even know that they have. Make sense, everyone. I don't see a lot of head shaking. Am I talking too fast? Because this is good stuff. <laughs> I should be like, yes, this is great stuff. I should see a lot of head shaking. Okay. So now it's a matter of doing this with multiple niches. What I, what I talk to my students about is pick like three niches, have a year plan, right? Your year, your year plan should be, okay, I want to pick over the next 12 months because time is going to fly by really fast, right? Time is going to fly, fly by really fast. Now is a really great time for you to start planning how you're going to spend 2021 in real estate so that you still are here in 2022, all right? So it's like, okay, I'm going to pick one niche and I'm going to go wide, and go deep. I'm sorry, I go deep before I go wide. And I'm going to start creating as much content and learning as much about that niche, that client avatar as possible. Okay. And then I'm going to start being the solution to the problems that they have. I'm going to be answering the questions that I know they have. I'm going to be making them aware of anything and everything regarding that niche. And now I'm going to start creating content about it. Okay. And I'm going to start targeting people and I'm going to give them the right content at the right time, depending on if they're a cold, warm, or hot lead. Does that make sense? Okay. So the idea looks like this. I'll pick one niche. And first, I'm going to go very, very wide. I'm going to create, you know, 20 videos or 10. Let's just say 10. Make it easy. You should do 20. About for cold people. Then I'm going to do, you know, five videos for cold audiences. Then I'm going to do five videos for warm audiences, then I'm going to do five videos for hot. Now, here's the thing about that. When you do that and you start putting that content, I call it video repurposing, that content goes on your website, that content goes on YouTube, that content goes on Facebook. Now, when it goes on YouTube and when it goes on your website, you get search engine optimization, SEO, okay? Then what happens when people start going online and doing this? Who shows up on the first page of Google? You do regarding that topic, okay? Where does everybody go when they want to search something? 
Where do you go when you want to buy a car? You go on Google. Where do you go when you want to, you're in another city and you want to go for the best pizza place in town? You go to Google. Where do you think everyone is going when they're buying a house? They are going to Google. When do buyers and sellers start their home search? Three to six months prior. Who do you want them to be seeing all the time over and over? You. Okay. Now you do this with multiple niches and you start becoming the go-to expert. This is an awesome, excellent strategy for you to utilize if you want to take over a, a, um, a city. So let me give you a, a neighborhood. So when I first, uh, when I got into real estate, I did really, really good the first year, sold 69 houses. My first year in real estate did really well. The market crashed, started crashing. I was, could tell things weren't, weren't going to go well because the inventory was increasing and it was like, this can't last. So I started going, uh, becoming, going and getting foreclosures. So I, I worked with like 13 different asset management companies and banks. I had HUD, I had Wells Fargo, I had Wachovia, I had all of them. All this, and so I did really, really well for many, many years. All of a sudden, the market got better, which is great for the economy, great for my community. But I went from selling like 169 homes to like 10, okay, 12 that year. And I was like, uh-oh, this is bad. All, all my foreclosures and short sales are going to have to completely revamp who I am, revamp what I'm doing, okay? And I was called the foreclosure queen. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I am the foreclosure queen. I need to be like something different. So I rebranded myself to basically now be known as the digital marketing queen, right? So I started marketing my properties. And what I did was I started out with taking one community. It was called Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. There was about, there's around 4,000 homes. And I started massively creating content all about this area. I, I also did regular farming, right? Using Every Door Direct, as well as created content specifically for Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. There was a broker that actually dominated that area at the time. I picked it for the wrong reasons. I picked it because I lived there. Don't pick an area because you live there. Um, and they had an office at the beginning of the hill. Within a year, I was dominating Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. Like I, I took over and now that agency no longer has that office down there and they're because I pretty much dominated. That's the strategy that I used. Anything and everything regarding that area, types of homes, um, golf course, which, which houses get hit more on golf, golf balls, the difference between being on the golf course and, and not, what, what the difference of having, you know, views and not, right? Different areas in the in Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes, why some sell for more, why some sell for less, schools that are nearby. I was like anyone that, that Googled that area back then, I would show up, right? I was putting content, targeting people on Facebook, creating ads, targeting people just in Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. Back then you could do that, right? And before you knew it, I was like selling Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. I was the go-to person for Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes. You can do that with any niche in real estate. Now, here's the deal. People are thinking, sorry, I had, I coached for two solid days and I'm like, I need water. Um, some of you are thinking right now, oh my gosh, I don't want a niche because if I niche, I'm going to miss out on everything else. Not true. I still absolutely sold tons of homes in other cities and in other, um, in other uh, you know, types of homes. It was just that when people were thinking about Deer Ridge and Shadow Lakes, they always thought about Krista. Okay. That's what you want to be doing right now with any niche that you have and right now with the problems that people are facing. Now, here's the, the good news is that those problems are always going to change. It's not always going to be seller focused, right? But right now, because it is, it is buyers have problems. So if you want to be, work with buyers, find out what are the solutions that, that you have to help buyers. Be that go-to trusted resource. Be the, be the solution, right? Solve that problem so you can be known as the solution, okay? And again, 
if you want sellers, we just talked about all the different ways that you can have sellers and how you can be the solution with sellers. And quite frankly, if it were me, I'd be going after that because you want the listings. The listings will bring you more buyers too. Okay. Does it make sense? Any questions on that? I know I talked really fast. I probably should slow down <laughs> because a lot of you look like <laughs> questions. I'm just going to sit here until somebody asks the question. Can you go through your steps again? So you said first is find your client, your niche, right? Then yes. what problems do those clients have? And then three, I guess, would be create content for that problem. And then four, start distributing it. Absolutely. So number one, you want to figure out who is your niche? Who do you want to serve? And how do you figure that out? You figure out one great way is who do you like to work with? What do you like to do? right? Not necessarily what you're good at, because if you're good at something and you don't like it, you're going to do much better if you actually like what you're doing. Who do you, what do you love doing? What are you really, really good at? Who do you, you know, what lights you up when it comes to real estate? Okay. Then figure out how you can create a niche around that. All right. Maybe it's, you like to work with um, divorcees. Okay. Maybe you like to work with people that have children. Maybe you like to work with the elderly. All right. Maybe you like to work with millennials. Maybe you want to work with people that are that, that are um, veterans. There's so many different niches that you can do. OK, maybe you want to specialize in a certain neighborhood. Once you figure that out, then I want you to absolutely figure out everything you can about that that person. Right. Pe remember, people are more motivated to move away from pain than they are to move towards pe pleasure. All right. So figure out what pains are they having? What problems do they have? What 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 do they experience that they don't even really know about that will happen when you're working with them? Right. How can you be the solution to all these problems or the questions that they have? Find out everything you can about them. Where what what's their age? What's their socioeconomic status? What's their education? Do they have children or not? What do they like to read? Where do they like to go? What do they like to do? Where do they hang out online? You want to know all of this because the more that your content really, really resonates and aligns with, with your client avatar, the more the, that they're likely to say, I need to hear more about this. I need to, I want to learn about it. I need to know about this, right? I, I want to, I, I, she's speaking my language. She's talking directly to me. She knows me. He knows me. Okay. Then you start creating content. I, you guys know I'm the video queen. I create videos regarding all of this. Okay, video, video, video. Then I take that video and, and I can spend a whole hour long talking to you about why you want to use video over just regular text. Now I start, I create that content. Now I start distributing it properly, meaning I'm creating ads on Facebook or I'm creating ads on the platform that I want to master. I, I'm a master at Facebook. And then I start targeting people regarding with this content, right? Because I'm solving the, the solution. Then I give them more content based upon what they're interested in. So for example, when you create a video and you run an ad on Facebook, you can see who's watching it and you can see how long, okay? If somebody's watching 75% or more of a video on, you know, why veterans want to buy a house or how they can, they're probably a veteran, they probably want to buy or they're thinking about it, right? Then I can give more content specifically directed to that person. I can say, this person just watched this video. Now I'm going to give them more videos related to the same topic, and then I'm later on, I'm going to ask them to, to, to take some kind of action. I'm going to I'm going to have them. I'm going to try to convert them by giving them something of value after I've developed the trust and the respect. Does that make sense? But what most people do is they just say, download my PDF or ask me for a market analysis before ever, do, you know, warming them up, dating them, so to speak, is what I always say. 
and and really being seen as the go-to trusted expert and authority. Okay. Once you're seen as the authority figure and you've developed trust, people are much more likely to convert. All right. Then you continue to create content because remember, they now these people are hot, but most likely they're not ready to buy or sell right now. So you continue to create content and, and properly distribute it. So people are seeing you over and over and over again. So you're inadvertently nurturing them for a long time. Remember that the nurturing is probably one of the most important aspects of what you're going to do. And it's also one of the things that agents are the weakest at. Everyone's weak at that because we want now, now, now. So we only go after the low hanging fruit. However, if we're properly marketing to people, continuing to nurture, we're never going to have the eaves and flows of business. Okay. If you, if you can create content, which, which we do that you get hundreds of hours of watch time every single week on every video that you create, and it's being seen over and over and over again, you've got a lot more leverage and chances to go out there and pretty much take kick butt and take some names. Right. Now you do this exact strategy on multiple niches, as well as continue to do your market updates, your community videos, all these things. And now you're seen as anytime somebody thinks real estate, they think you because you're everywhere all the time. And even though some of your content isn't specific to your niche, it's just specific to real estate and serving, not just selling. Now you're nurturing all of the niches, including nurturing the niches specific to the niche. Does that make sense? Okay. Now, some of you are thinking, Krista, this is really hard and it seems like a lot of work. Well, um, I think doing open houses is a lot of work. I think cold calling is a lot of work. I would much rather snuggle up in bed with my husband on Saturday and, and uh, make donuts for my kids instead of doing it for the neighbors that are looking at the house, right? So I haven't done an open house in like over eight years. And this year, I'll sell 80 homes working on my business about 5% of the time working on real estate because I coach 95% of the time with this exact strategy. All right. Usually I sell 150, 125 homes, but that's because I'm full-time real estate now because my content is still selling for me. And I've taught my team how to kind of be me, right. And how to, how to use this process. I mean, that's not bad, you know, doing that many houses working 5% of the time. Literally it's not even 5%. I, I just manage them, make sure they're doing it. If I was in the business, I'd be doing a lot more because I'm much more aggressive and I, you know, I'm like, I'm, it's me, right? But you could do that. So you could choose to do open houses or you could choose to use this strategy. And yes, it might take you 12 months, but who cares? You're going to be in the business anyways, right? You're going to still be in the business. So why not get your strategy going and say, okay. And what I really would love to do with you guys is um, I'd love to help you like have a massive goal, goal strategy session. Like, you know, right now is when you should be focusing on your goals and you should be th thinking about next year right now. And um, I, use, I teach something called the 12-week year. It's from a book that I read, which is amazing. But honestly, I'm now developing a strategy called the one-week uh, month because I think it's more effective. And, and I've, been, I've been using that for about the past six months. And it's been much more effective than the 12-week year because it's, it's just it's 12 weeks is a long time, right? 12 weeks is going to be a long time. People lose a little bit of motivation and interest. So what I'll do is, is I will um, uh, invite you guys to that training when I do it. It's not a half an hour training. It's like an hour and a half long training for sure. It'll, it'll definitely be longer than, an hour, than a half an hour, but I think it'll be very, very useful to you. And we can start helping you. Um, yes, when, when, once I get it going, guys, I'll, um, a lot of questions in the chat. Okay, guys, there's questions. Let me see the questions. Thanks, Zach. Um, and let me see here. Yeah, I've got five minutes. Okay, so, okay, what are the questions? So sellers, let me see. I don't see questions. There is okay, one where well, it says, how do you get in with these asset managers for when foreclosures do come back? 
Um, so what I did was I, I literally traveled the country and I went to um, conferences and met them that way. I also did something called the Dream 100 where I would send uh, send stuff to asset managers where I would show them my whole package and I'd show them like, you know, I had the team and I knew how to do cash for keys and BPOs and I understood, you know, the processing of it and here are my inspectors and I would show them, you know, that I had a team for, for REOs. You really have to have a team to do REOs. And I would send the packet to asset managers with the package and I would say, hey, let me let me knock your socks off. And I would send a pair of socks and some pop rocks. And so it would like kind of grab their attention. And then um, that's how I picked up the accounts. And then we became I was the number one um, agent in Northern California for um, Wells Fargo. And I also trained a team for uh, Freddie Mac. And we became the number one team in uh, the East Coast as far as our like scores and all that type of thing. And once you start, once you get one, that kind of word sort of travels fast. Um, there's also be really, really careful. Don't don't sign up for all those things that are going out right now that are saying, oh, it's all a bunch of crap, really. They're just taking your money. So be careful with that. You should sign up for um, like, oh, gosh, what are the name of the companies? I haven't done it. I'd rather like sell my soul to the devil than do REOs again, quite honestly. It was so hard. Um, I was like, I would rather be a stripper in Vegas than have to ever sell REOs again. And I would not make any money if that was the case. It was difficult. Right. I mean, you guys think that uh, that it's hard selling real estate. Try doing REOs. But um, anyway, uh, but there's there, that's how I got my accounts. And then I traveled to conferences and just, you know, played nice and just, you know, wined and dined and that kind of thing. Um, a lot of butt kissing, which I hated that too. Which I never want to have to do that again either. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's probably a smart thing to do is, is to get into, you know, I don't think that we're going to have a crash anywhere near that we had before. Quite frankly, the reason why we had the crash before was because People were selling, you know, a paper, F paper is a paper. There was, you know, um, they, they're, they, they weren't, they were doing no money, you know, hundred percent financing. None of that stuff exists anymore. Getting a loan is very, very difficult. Also, um, I think it's 47, 41% of, of homes in the, United, in the U.S. are paid for in cash. There's no mortgage on them. I just did a video on this. And also uh, the, the amount of people that have like at least 30% equity is very, very high. Like it's it's not all the factors that caused um, the, the foreclosures to be as bad as they were. They're none of them, they don't exist anymore. Like they're com it's a completely different market. I just did a video on it. It'll be coming out, out pretty soon. If you check out my Facebook page, you'll be able to see it. Um, let me see, any, any more questions? Sorry guys, I know I'm going really fast on this. This is like, I could literally teach this for a, a day, a day training on this. Um, a lot of questions. Where is the link? We're not getting enough content for your niche, you know, to provide them value. I don't know. So where do you get content? Just making sure that you have enough, you know? Uh, okay. So here's the deal. If you live the day in the life of your client avatar, you're going to, and you know, their problems, you're going to be able to absolutely come up with solutions. So that's why you really need to know who your client is, right? Do research, like pretend like you're them. Think about all the questions that people have, problems that 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 they've gone through, and you start creating content. You could also go to there's something called um, um, ask. Uh, oh God, ask the people. What I do too is you can go onto Facebook, right, and you or on Google, and you can type in questions, and all of a sudden you'll see the most common questions that people are typing. Then at the bottom there's something called related searches that those are also questions. If you go to answerthepublic.com, answerthepublic.com, you put a question in, and you'll be able to get about 500 questions that relate to that one question, which are the exact same questions that people are having. It's called answerthepublic.com, and it's free. 
Okay. And it is 829. Hopefully you guys learned a lot today. Did I, did you guys, did I do good? (laughs) Okay. Sorry if I talk so fast. Uh, There's, there's a lot of, a lot that goes in. Oh, good. I'm glad you had fun, Evelyn. That's awesome. It totally works. It absolutely works hundred percent. And if anybody ever wants to learn about more about my coaching, uh, let me know. We have like massive coaching programs where we teach people like so much this and like way, way more. If you ever want to know about it, let me know and we can get you into that. Um, there obviously is an investment, but we we like completely change people's lives when it comes to real estate. And there's a lot of my students that are on this call that can tell you that that's the case. Um, <laughs> so if you wanted to learn more, uh, let me know. You'll just go to Krista at KristaMayshore.com, Krista at KristaMayshore.com, and we can get you on the phone with one of our one of our um, success coaches to, to learn more about that. Okay. Um, anyways, everyone have a great day. You guys did awesome today.